Holiday Let Success, episode 25. The Definitive Guide to Holiday Let Success. From interviews with successful holiday homeowners and industry experts to useful and usable ideas, resources and discussion. Hello and welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. I'm your host, Elaine Watt. It's great to be here and thank you so much for joining me. So my guest today is Rob Cubbon from robcubbon.com and I will link his website up in the show notes because there's some really good articles on there which will make you look at the way you run your business slightly differently. Uh, but what we're going to be focusing on today is WordPress because amongst other things, Rob has just so much knowledge around WordPress and creating websites which work for you and your business, whatever your business might be. And in our case, holiday homeowners. So Rob discusses how WordPress can work for us. And what I, I really wanted to share, an expert who really knows their stuff on WordPress because I know that I struggled to 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 really create a WordPress site that was going to be absolutely great for me and for my holiday home and I know I've had guests on in the past who have created solutions around websites for holiday homeowners but what I like about WordPress is that it's yours, you own it, it's your website, where if you're using someone like Logify, like HLS Solutions, which we've had on in the past, or like Web Chalet, and there's numerous out there, if you're using somebody like that, what you're actually doing is building a platform, but it's, it's somebody else's platform, somebody else owns it, whereas WordPress, you're totally in control of it. And we, we'll discuss this in more detail. You'll hear us chatting about this. Um, but he gives some really good advice, really good ideas on how to move forwards, what to look for in a theme, what is a theme, what is WordPress, what is a plugin. And he really shares a, some in-depth knowledge here and I, you, you, you hear me tell you what I'm going to link up in the show notes but there's, there's some really good resources that uh, I've managed to find that we can, that I will link up in those show notes for you to go away and have a look at and as always if you've got anything that you need to, to clarify do get in touch with me at holidayletsuccess.com and I will link you up either with someone who knows or I'll help you out myself thank you so much for listening let's head on over to the interview now Rob for quite a while and I actually first met Rob at the podcast movement back in September 2014 and I've since learned quite a lot more about Rob and he's actually an Amazon best-selling author. He's an online teacher and also a graphic designer. He also has a huge amount of experience as a web designer and has created courses and written books on how to create and maintain the website that you want using WordPress, which is now the world's largest self-hosted blogging tool. Welcome, Rob. How are you? I'm very well, Elaine. Thank you very much for having me on your show. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, it's going to be really interesting to hear uh, from a, an expert how WordPress can truly work in our businesses as, as holiday home owners. So tell us a little about your background and how your company got going, how long you've been running, that sort of thing. 
Um, okay, well, uh, I was a freelance graphic art worker in London. I didn't have um, very good jobs um, for a while. I'm afraid I was one of these people who's kind of unemployable. So I was freelancing everywhere, didn't get paid a great deal, uh, didn't have very good jobs. And I was sort of bottom of the food chain of the design world. And I was doing that um, day in, day out, going on the tube every day in London, which um, some of your listeners will know is not a pleasant experience, and going to work and doing eight hours and coming back home. And what saved me, actually, funnily enough, is what we're going to talk about, was probably WordPress, because I set up a website, even though I was a, I was a print graphic designer at the time, that was the field I was working in, but I... I just about managed to set up a website and I put WordPress blog on it, actually. Um, but of course, WordPress can power your whole web uh, website. And I started blogging about graphic design. And whilst I was doing that, this was in 2006, I was lucky enough uh, to get some clients and people phoned me up and said, oh, well, you seem to know what you're talking about. Would you like to do this job for us? And I was over the moon because that meant I could work from home. I didn't have to go into these horrible offices and, and on the tube and, and work that way. Um, I, I was going, going into London on the tube, working at these terrible places. So the opportunity to work at home on stuff that clients would give to me direct was, was a, an absolutely uh, great godsend at the time so i set up a company in in 2007 called rob carbon limited and by 2008 i'd got enough clients in order to stop going to work completely um <clears throat> sorry my freelance uh, jobs i completely stopped them in 2008 and just started running my own business um exclusively from home servicing clients creating websites and doing other graphic design work for various various companies big and small all around the world uh, which i still do to a certain extent although i do less of that now because now i as you mentioned in the intro i write books and create video courses uh, on a variety of subjects including web design and also online marketing and um, uh, passive income and that sort of stuff so that's really interesting. It actually sort of started almost by accident, which is really, really exciting way to, to start. Although there was there was intention there, the way the way things started rolling was was not through an enormous push. And then since then, you've, you've learned the marketing side yourself, I guess. Yes, it's absolutely true. Um, in fact, um, you know, my what I do now, uh, I I hadn't had a clue. I mean, it wasn't my plan to to live in Thailand um, and, and earn passive income and become a, um, a, a location independent entrepreneur. I wasn't even trying to become an entrepreneur. I just tried to put a website up there because I thought it was it would get me better work. You know, I, I, my my aspirations were very, very small at the, at the beginning. Um, so I do consider myself to be extremely lucky, which is why I'm very I'm very passionate about entrepreneurship because it really came and saved saved me in in, in many ways. Um, and it really helped me, that's for sure, um, because I didn't have a, a great driving passion at the beginning. I I just wanted to improve my life a little bit, 
So you're absolutely right in what you say there, Elaine. It's a, it's a very interesting point. Okay, so so from that, now that you have come into the the world that you're in and you're so location independent, as you, you mentioned, you're over in Thailand at the moment. And, and I will link up your, your Facebook page because some of the photographs that you post are very, very lovely, absolutely beautiful. So I can completely see why you're so passionate about it. And I will link up in the show notes at holidayletsuccess.com Rob's page so that you can also go and see those beautiful photos of the, the different locations that, that Rob posts from. So you then must have developed yourself a, a mission statement uh, for your business. Can you, can you share that mission statement with us? Because I've read it and I like it. It's great. Oh, right. Well, I hope I get I probably won't get it right now because I haven't got it in front of me and it, it won't be word for word. But um, my my issue, my mission statement is more or less to help people and inspire people to discover in themselves the and and get financial independence and happiness in their lives. So basically help people set up their own businesses. Uh, and if once they've set their businesses up, then help them um, uh, become successful through marketing, through all the things that I've learned. Um, so that's more or less my, my mission statement. Uh, probably it comes a lot better on the um, website. It's, it's a great mission statement and uh, it, it's great to hear that you, you're sharing that from, from such a point of view of passion because it reads brilliantly and then to hear it from you and, and the background behind it and how you started is really, really interesting. So thanks for, for sharing that with us today. So you've had a lot of years experience using WordPress. Would you recommend WordPress for whatever type of site you're building and for us and our listeners, a holiday letting site? Um, I would 90% of the time, I mean, or 95% of the time, um, for, it depends on, on what they are after. In fact, um, you mentioned uh, to me before we went online uh, via a, a Facebook message about Squarespace, and I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't tell people not to do Squarespace. Squarespace is very good, for example, if you just want to quickly put up one page. However, if you want your website to be an important part of your business, uh, then I think WordPress will be the only choice for you. Uh, because Word WordPress has so many advantages over anything else. It's used by 20% of the top 20,000 websites at least, and its um, its use is growing daily. Uh, it's a very well uh, run platform. It's free. It's um, you don't have to pay for it, and that's that's only one advantage. The other advantage of it being open source and free is that it's maintained by an army of tens of thousands of volunteer um, developers. Uh, so. Um, everything that you will do on WordPress will have been tried and tested uh, by uh, all sorts of coders and developers all around the world. Um, so if you do run into a problem, um, you will get it fixed very easily because the solution will be out there. It'll be a Google, a Google search away. Um, so therefore, it's it's an extremely powerful and um, uh, user friendly and uh, robust uh, platform for any website of a small to medium-sized business. I mean, there are there are companies like the New York Times and Ford and and, and all sorts of large companies that also use WordPress. So it, it's it's pretty staggering uh, what it can do for you. However, 
some you know if you're not technical it it may be daunting at first i'm not i, I did say it was user friendly um that comes with a with a little bit of a caveat but however to answer your question elaine i would say that wordpress would be the choice for 95ish percent of the people listening here Okay, that's really interesting. And for anybody listening that isn't sure what uh, Squarespace is, that is another provider similar to or proposed to be similar to WordPress in that you can create your own website using that platform. But as Rob has highlighted, there's two very, very different, uh, they're two very, very different animals, let's put it that way. Um, WordPress being so, so customizable, so usable, so well used, as Rob's just mentioned, that... For certainly for the purposes of what we're talking about and the things that we as small business holiday home owners, you know, it really, really does do exactly what we, we need it to do, as Rob's clearly highlighted. So within WordPress, then, there are two different WordPresses. There's WordPress.com and WordPress.org. Which do we need for a site that's that's easy to use, that you can control and update for your business, Rob? Right. Great. Yes. What we're talking about here is WordPress.org. Org, um, O-R-G at the end there, not the WordPress.com version. The reason why we're talking about the WordPress.org version is because that is the one you want to use when you are self-hosting your website. So in other words, you need to go out there and get a domain name and hosting, and then you need to use that the free software um, to uh, power your website. Um, now, getting hosting and domain names are very easy as well and, and comparatively cheap. Um, however, the other one that we, what we're not talking about, which is WordPress.com, that is a platform um, which you will have less control over. Um, because what we are talking about here is getting a website that will work for you this year and for future years because you won't even know what you want to do with it at first and in the future when you want to do all sorts of clever things like bookings and collecting email addresses you'll be able to do that with wordpress.org but you won't be able to do it with other platforms and wordpress.com one okay got it so so again two within wordpress two very very different very very different pieces of of software so, and we mentioned domain names and hosting. I will link up in the show notes at holidayletsuccess.com some information about domains and hosting and the different users that are available there, which I'm sure we'll, we will touch on a little bit more as we, we move forwards. So how easy is WordPress to use? Right. Well, I think it's easy. And um, the thing is, I, I would say if, if some of your listeners are not technical, uh, maybe they don't spend too much time in, in front of the computer, they would maybe find it a bit daunting at first. However, um, a lot of a lot of your listeners will probably be quite uh, savvy on 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 a computer, will have used the Internet a lot uh, will have used word processing platforms like um, word pressing software like Word, and I think they would find, probably find it quite easy. It it does take a bit of setting up, and we can talk about that later, um, and uh, along with the themes and everything. Um, however, once you get all the basics down, um, then it's all up and running and. I think it's an extremely easy platform to use. Um, so it, it's a difficult question to answer because everyone's different. 
Um, but I, I just wanted to say that I, I, w- I would say just that stick with it. <laughs> if you're finding it difficult, I think you just should stick with it because, um, as I said in, in my other answer, the documentation and the support that's out there for WordPress is excellent. So uh, if you have a problem, you'll get it sorted out um, by someone f- probably for free um so it's something that you just need to stick with and after a while you'll appreciate how simple it actually is yeah and i think you made some very very good points there in that a lot of listeners although they may not have built their own wordpress site before what they have done is had a lot most likely a lot of experience with the internet and listing sites so this could be a listener may have already had their property listed on some of the big listing sites like VRBO, Holiday Lettings. And in actual fact, there'll be a lot of similarities between keeping those updated and updating your own WordPress site. And anything new always seems daunting. But actually, once you get into it and, you know, you realize that the the website you're creating is going to be customizable, it's going to be yours, it's going to be the base and the hub of your business. I think that's when you start to realize it's worth it and you do start sticking with it, as, as Rob said. So we think between us, Rob, that the WordPress using WordPress is pretty easy to get going with, relatively speaking. Can you explain a little bit about the building blocks of the platform? Because I think listeners may have heard a little about themes and plugins, but they may not know exactly what those terms mean. Can you you take us through that a little, please? Yes, that's uh, that that we we got to go onto this subject, uh, and uh, that's really important. Um, what WordPress is, is what WordPress tries to be the sort of bare bones of of a website, um, and on those bare bones, uh, you can attach other things uh, which will provide either change in the way it looks and acts, or uh, an increase in its functionality. So. Um, once you get WordPress up and running, really easy, take you five minutes, um, you will be confronted with maybe a fairly plain looking website um, and uh, uh, you might realize that you could create a page fairly easily and, uh, and, and a menu and things like that. However, going forward, obviously, you're going to be wanting to customize it. Now, um, you mentioned themes and plugins. Let's talk about themes first of all. Now, themes are more like the way um, it's going to look. So it's more like clothes that you would put on those bare bones that I I was talking about. Um, Now, in regards to your audience, Elaine, um, there are several themes that are specifically for holiday lets um, and and various sort of businesses like that. Um, Now, that will be something you might want to look at. In fact, just before I came on this show, I did a quick Google search for holiday holiday themes on WordPress. And there's hundreds of them out there. And uh, you could go to some reputable uh, theme shops, um, for example, Theme Forest or Elegant Themes, uh, and, and you could maybe buy a theme for your for for your site and you can see how it works and see 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 if it's where you want it um and and then uh you could you you could buy that theme it'll be quite cheap um and and it'll probably be good a decent investment for that 
however, I'm going ahead of myself because themes actually they don't always have to be um, you don't always have to pay for them. A lot of them are free. However, um, and it's something that you can leave till later as well, uh, because, as I say, those bare bones of your site, they store all the creative content information so if you write your home page and say hello i'm um this is my this is my uh, holiday cottage and give some information that that will that will stay on your site forever that's stored in your database um, and you can add any sort of theme any sort of different clothes to dress it up in a different way however your headlines and your information on your site on wordpress on the database that will stay no matter what so it's a way uh, the themes are a way of changing the look and sometimes the functionality and then going on to plugins they're very sim similar um they do they add functionality to the site for example they can add a contact form uh for your contact page uh very easily um they they just uh, basically do certain tasks that you might want to do with your website um, like taking holiday bookings for example um, because that's the the beauty of um, websites is that you know anything that you want has already been done it's already been created for you so you've just got to go out and um, choose the plugins and themes that you want you can only have one theme at a time but you can have several plugins to to enhance the functionality of the site and uh, the plugins are going to mostly be free um, but the very good ones are paid and and they're not expensive uh, again same with the themes they're mostly free uh, the very good ones are paid but they're about 50 to 100 dollars uh, if you want to really fork out for one um, so uh, I hope that answers the question, Elaine. It's really uh, a, a way of changing the way your website looks and changing its functionality. But to remember the core, the the photos you upload and the content you put on there, that can stay. And you can change your mind about the way the website looks and the way it functions, but you can keep your core content. Um, so that tells you a little bit about the, the way the WordPress system works. I hope I hope that helps, Elaine. Definitely, really, really well explained. So that so the themes make it look the way you want, and the plugins make it function the way that you want. Correct. Right, got it. So as you mentioned, a booking calendar would be a plugin because that would be something that would be extremely useful for us as holiday homeowners because as we've, we've talked about on the podcast before, there's so many bookings are taking place online people like instant access they like to be able to to book immediately and of course a really really important element of a holiday let's website is the ability for that website to work on whatever device it's being accessed from be that a handheld device such as a smartphone be that an android phone an ipad or a pc or mac so that's another extremely important thing to look for in a theme wouldn't you agree rob yes that's something i didn't mention of course make sure the theme says that it's responsive and you can tell that actually if you just drag the corner of your browser window in so your browser is extremely narrow and if you see that the site sort of rebuilds itself and responds to the width of the browser then that's a responsive site and it will work on an iPhone or an Android or anything. 
Um, and if it doesn't and, and you, you lose half of the sites, then don't buy that theme. OK. So with lots and lots of different themes on offer and we mentioned they're both free and paid, where is a good place to start? How do you know which providers are offering something great that works and more importantly, continue to work and continue to be supported? You, you mentioned theme forests and elegant themes. What makes you say those are, are two good companies to keep an eye on? How did you choose those as, as good companies with good support? Um, well, I would actually reel back a bit from that one and say that they are both big companies. Um, they're not perfect. Um, I've I've got to say, I don't want to worry your audience, but uh, um, you know, there, there's a lot that can that there's a lot that goes wrong uh, with themes uh, because they all got to be compatible with WordPress. WordPress update ups, updates four times a year at least. And each time you've got to update WordPress, um, some themes don't work with the updates. And then you've got to contact the, the theme maker and ask them if they're going to fix it or not. And if not, then you've got to choose another theme. Now, this doesn't happen often, but it um, I have heard it does happen with theme forest themes sometimes. Um, so I just need to put that caveat there. However, theme forest and elegant themes, I, I actually really like Genesis uh, by Studio Press. However, I don't think they do uh, an option for holiday lets. I might be wrong about that, but that that would be my favourite theme shop to go to. Um, and so it, it, it's not easy. I think uh, one of the things you can do is uh, have a look around the internet and. If you like the look of um, uh, holiday letting sites, you can just drop the uh, drop a line to the site owner and ask them if it's a, it probably will be a WordPress theme um, that they based it on, um, and could could they have the could you have the name of it? Um, you can test them out on a dummy site if you wanted to for a few weeks because you could get your money back after a month on most of them, I'm sure. Um, so it's a very important decision, Elaine. So it's not something you should spend five minutes on. I'm afraid it's it's got to start with Google. And um, I, I know there's there's the for the free themes you can search at um, WordPress.org. Then you can just search the themes there. But that's just the free themes. Uh, for the um, paid for themes, you'll just have to start on on Google, and you you can see the demos and all of them. And if you and, and just uh, ask questions on the theme shop, they'll all have forums and they'll all have support teams that will help you. Um, but it's something um, uh, it, it is it is a difficult job and it's something you've got to spend a little bit of time on. And and that's because I don't I have never built a site for holiday lets. If I had, then I might be able to answer that question a little bit better, Elaine. No, I understand that. That's that's great. Thank you for, for sharing your advice there. And I think as well that something to, to maybe put listeners' minds slightly at ease there was going back to something that you mentioned earlier, that the themes are the, the clothing and they can be changed in effect. So the content remains the same, the photos, um, the, the booking system, your area information, maybe your blog all remains the same and the theme can be changed. So if there were to be a time when WordPress updated, but the theme that you've chosen wasn't compatible with the new WordPress update, it does mean that a new theme can be brought into place quite 
easily and your your website will just look slightly different but none of your work that you've previously put in will be affected would you say that's true rob absolutely elaine yes that's a really good point i don't want to be too down about about this this theme thing at all i apologize if i if i've over labored that point it doesn't often happen that themes break but i just um I just wanted to cover all bases there. They do occasionally break with the updates of WordPress. You'd be it'll be unlucky if it happens to you. But if it happens to you, as Elaine says, it's not the end of the world. You can just go out and get another theme. Exactly. Really good point. Well made. Thank you. So why don't we we've sort of looked at the the elements of uh, the the WordPress how it works how it how it's important uh, as a business base can we just go through through the steps that you would actually take in what order we'd go what order do we do all of these different things so maybe starting with hosting yes well um um yes you, well i'd start with the domain um maybe and um you could uh, that's very important actually the, the domain um it's one of the most important things um i i would say uh you've got to think about um i think for a lot of your listeners it'll it might be obvious because it'll be the name it'll be the name of the um of of the property um, you might want to add the town, uh, the the local area, because that will make it very specific on on the um, domain. And just to clarify, by domain, I'm talking about the www.something.com. Uh, that would be the domain something. Um, and uh, .com, of course, is the extension. So you've got a decision to make whether you want to go for .com or a country extension, which would be .co.uk. Um, again, I mean, it, all, all, a lot of this is, um, I said it was important at the beginning. Again, it can be changed. You can change your domain if you think you've made a mistake with it and you can redirect from your old domain. So you'll, you'll keep all your reputation and credibility. That's not a problem. Um, it's nice to get it right straight out of the bat. Um, I would choose something very short. Uh, very simple and that, that explains exactly what you're trying to get across with the website um, in as few as letters as possible. And I would, um, uh, as for the .com and .co.uk, I think, um, um, so again, it doesn't really matter with holiday lettings. Uh, I think a country extension might help because obviously you're only, um, you're only, um, you're, you're going to be based in, in, in the UK if you're in the UK um, or, or you could a dot com wouldn't be the end of the world either. Um, so so I don't worry too much about the domain. Um, however, you need to purchase it. And of course, there are very, a lot of companies that will uh, sell you uh, domains or you will pay by the year for them, usually about ten dollars a year. Then you've got to get hosting. Um, and again, this can be changed. So if you pick a reliable, reputable host um, and maybe based in, in, in your country, that might be a, a good thing to go for with Holiday Let's. Um, and also uh, make sure it's WordPress compatible, but most of them are these days. Um, and, the, you know, that that's really 
yeah, probably something that you won't go too far wrong on at first. If the site uh, is loading slowly, uh, once you've got it all up and running, uh, you should contact the host and ask them why that is. Uh, and if you feel you're having trouble, then you can change your host and you'll have to move the WordPress site and that'll be okay. Um, so um, once you've got your hosting and domain um, set up, there's one little technical technicality there. You have to change uh, the name servers at the domain name registrar need to point to the host. So that's the way that you tie the domain name up to your website, which is hosted at the hosts. Um, so once you've done that, then you're free to install WordPress at your host, which is very easy. I said before, it's about five minute job. Um, and then you're confronted with your bare bones website and you can start writing there. I mean, I think the beauty of um, the internet really is that you can do so much with so very little. And I, uh, I think everyone tries to do everything at, for, at once. But what you should really tr try to do is concentrate on the absolute basics, which will be the title of your site. It's very important as to get the title. Uh, and that's in the WordPress settings under settings general, um, because that is the most important words on your website. And then you should be adding content uh, all the content you can just don't hold back as much detail as possible create as many pages as po possible uh, they don't all have to be in the menu um, because that might be a bit too much bit of overkill but the the point I'm trying to make here Elaine is that the content is king um, so you can start on the content before you've got this hoary big um, problem of creating of um, finding a theme that you like um, and, and worrying about plugins, you know, that's the most essential thing on your website are the at first are the words you use to describe your property, because that's that that is really key. I mean, what words are, are people looking for and um, what words will entice them to get in contact with you? And you can do all that within five minutes of sorting out your host and domain. So. Um, I, I'd, I'd spend, you know, that that that's a, a really important point. I think that um, then when you get further down the road and choose your theme and everything, those words remain, and and you can always change those words as well. So if you think your title's not not working great, then you can change that and, and add more content. Um, but um, don't worry about doing everything at once. Um, get the website up there. Start with the words um, and then worry about all the bells and whistles. Really good advice there. So so going on from from the content, I think then that there, there's really some key elements that, that need to be part of a website. What would you say are the say the top five key elements to a great website? <laughs> right. Well, um you could you could go on and on on this, but the, the most important uh, element of a website is the visitor, um, because you've got to make the website work for the visitor, not not for you. So you've always got to be thinking about, is it clear? If I arrived on this website and I didn't know anything about this property or the area or 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 
the room. You know, am I communicating everything simply that that needs to be known? And they, what what you really got to do is make it simple, because um, well, another mistake that that people make is they they put everything into it. And so I was talking about making a lot of content. It's, it's right that you need to make a lot of content, but don't jam it in all on the the, the home page. The home page has got to be very simple. It's got to you you know you've got to find the price, the quality of the accommodation, the location, the type of the accommodation, and the contact. Um, you've got to find that straight away at first. So then maybe that would be your top five links on your nav bar. The navigation bar is the menu across the top of the header of the website. Um, so keep it simple, uh, but think about the visitor. And the way you can do that is, of course, is go just go to anyone um, and say, look, this is my website. What do you think? And I guarantee they'll say something that you hadn't thought of. Um, so um, in, in the top five elements, I, I'm not too sure what I'd choose, but um, um, a simple navigation, a clear message as to what you're trying to do. And obviously that will be the 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 let, the room, the quality, the where it is, what it's near, um, the price. And just make every, all those all that information ex easily accessible. You don't have to put it on the front page, but as long as it's accessible from the front page. So think about the think about the um, the visitor. Make it simple. Make it easy for them, and make sure they can understand exactly what you want first. And by that I mean what you've got to sell and how they can buy it. Basically, so that that's more or less, I think, the most important thing about a website. That's that's absolutely great. Thank you. And I think then as well, moving into being found for your website, how do you get your website out there? I think that a lot of holiday homeowners find it's they find it slightly scary, and that's SEO, so search engine optimization, and how basically how you are being found in the search engines, how to get your website found. What would be your, your really greatest piece of advice for a holiday homeowner having launched their own website and then wanting to be found in the search engines? Right. Well, um, I think there's uh, this is, of course, a huge, great you know, subject that we could talk for 10 hours on. Um, it, it's uh, but it's extremely important. And I think it's, it, you know, I can I can see how your audience will probably be tearing their hair out about this point. But what the, the moment we're talking. But um, let, let's let's see if we can we can make some sense of it. Okay, so well, I was just talking about some maybe five key pages where all the very, very obvious and important information sits. Um, you know, make those as good as you can, make them as clear as you can. Uh, but if you want to be found, um, there's so much more that you have to do, um, unfortunately. Um, you have to make your titles really clear. I mean, the title of the page is the most important part on the page. Um, and that would need to be, uh, I, I would, in, you know, if it's the title of the homepage, I would include, remember to include the village, the town, the city, the county um, of, of the holiday let. Um, 
don't don't mention the name of it um so it's, oh well mention the name of it as well but you don't have to mention that too much um because people may not be searching for your holiday let if it's a new one um if it's an established one then you should mention the the name but always be thinking of what people can be searching for now maybe you're in the Cotswolds and you've got a nice cottage so you put lovely cottage Cotswolds in the title that's not going to be good enough because um Cotswold cottages will of course be searched for many to many times uh, a a day so the the person at the top there or the the people in the first few pages of the Google search they will be extremely big companies that will be TripAdvisor and and whatnot so you'll never get to the top of the of the page for Cotswold's cottage so you want to be thinking about what you can get um specific about in the titles of your pages um and and so it will be maybe you'll talk about the specific village that you're in or a a a a benefit of your holiday let that's different about your holiday let um maybe you have dogs i you, you allow dogs i don't know if that's good or not i mean it's not my area um but you can and you can think about that now what the the road I'm going down here is extra content, not those five pages. Those five pages need to have very good, uh, ex, explicit and and specific headlines and text in them. However, what you want to do if you really want to take it seriously is to add extra content. And um, you maybe want to start talking about the local area and what the amenities and what what you want, uh, what there is to do in your area. Um, and you're much more likely to pick up people that way um, through the specific and maybe um, maybe not mainstream titles of of pages that you could create. Um, because there you're going to pick up the traffic. You're not going to pick up traffic through the obvious titles like um, Cotswolds Cottages, of course. Um, so that I'm basically talking about blogging there, uh, although that's not you don't really have to get hung up on the term blog. But um, it's really about creating content, quality content, good, co good content, of course, um, that's very specific. And that's what everyone's gets wrong people don't get the specificity specificity right about it because it's very easy to 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 want to create content that you think everyone's going to love it's quite difficult to, to create content that only a few people are going to love but that's what you've got to do if you're just starting out um it's got to, it's what you've got to do anyway to be fair um there are many more things uh you need to do as well and just briefly uh, Elena, I'll, I'll talk about links and so, social media. Um, Thank you. The <laughs> you need to, um, to in order to get found on the internet, uh, you need authority. Um, your website needs authority, and in order to get that authority, um, you need to be around for a while. Uh, don't worry about that if you're just starting out. Um, but you know, you need to be around for a few months at least. Um, this is not going to happen overnight. Uh, and you also need links. Um, and that is when another website um, mentions you and with a link back to your website. So you go to another 
website maybe it's the councils or uh, another a local amenity uh, local to you and um, they say oh if you want somewhere to stay you could go and stay at this uh, this um, holiday let here and here's a link to it so you want to be able to pick up as many of those links as you can um, and that will be um, very advantageous to you um, now obviously how you get those links is another question that will be down to you uh, whether you can build relationships um, with businesses in your area that might want to link to you of course you're going to be building relationships with businesses in your area anyway um, so I think that might be a part of it that you, you should consider um, so so they, the links are very important um, you social media I wouldn't you know I wouldn't want to go down that rabbit hole too much at the moment but uh, if you did at least um, if you were interested in that of course then there's that that's another way where you can get traffic um, of course we can go on and on and talk about paid traffic um, but um, I, I reckon if I could simplify things then it would be creating quality relevant specific content on the website um, which people may link to um, without you having you having to ask um, and, and getting links and, and that really is the basis of SEO. That that was so well explained thank you it really made it very very clear the difference between just putting out you know try trying desperately and to, to compete against, for example, the, the, the example that you used, which was Cotswolds Cottage. And, uh, you you know, people might automatically think, well, I've got a Cotswolds Cottage. I want to get found for Cotswolds Cottage. And just trying to fight, fight, fight against some of the big companies, which uh, you, you're obviously not going to win that fight. They're going to be, as you mentioned, the trip advisors and holiday lettings companies of the world. That are, they're going to have huge budgets and you're not going to be able to, to fight against that. So to explain that there is another way, um, I think will be very, very helpful for listeners. So, so thank you for putting that so, so well and so clearly, Rob. That's great. I also think that... that <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you. I think that, that one side of the holiday home owner's website, and, and I, I know it's very, very important in, in marketing websites, very, very clear on your own website, robcubbon.com, is that you will have an opt-in and you will, you will build your own list of potential customers who might want to buy your services. And that same principle can be applied to a holiday home owner's website. And I think it's something that's, that's missing from, from most holiday home owner's websites that I actually see. And that's, so when somebody actually visits your holiday home website, once they're there and they've had a look around, if they're not quite ready to book yet, how do you capture that person's details? You know, unless you give them a chance to leave their email address with you, they're going to be gone forever and they may well forget about you because, you know, life happens and uh, they might not come back to your site again. So a way to stop that happening. So once the traffic has arrived, once somebody has come onto your website is to to give them something of use to that visitor in return for their email address. Um, can you talk a little bit about that, Rob? Yes, Elaine, because the, you just mentioned in my world, the most important thing in, in, in probably in my world at the moment is uh, is collecting email addresses. It's the most important thing online that works better than anything else. 
uh, currently and has been for a long time is email marketing. It beats uh, advertising. It beats social media. Uh, it beats everything online in terms of conversions and conversions are basically sales. So uh, it's turning, as you say, it's turning a casual visitor into a subscriber. Um, so what you don't want is someone going to your website, looking at the pretty pictures and and appreciating the content and then going with um, with um, with never to return. Um, and in e an email uh, capture form is one way uh, it was is the best way of um, retaining that person. And because, I mean, in the same way, your audience will know that their best customers are the repeat customers. Um, this is this is down that line. If you can get someone's email address, it means they're so much more interested in your website than just a visitor. Um, so you want to get the ones that are really interested in you. And of course, as you mentioned, the way to do that is to give them something of value for free in return for an email address. And um, and and it goes along with what we were talking about about content earlier. Uh, if you can provide very useful content uh, around your area, um, then people will give you their email address in return for it. Um, now I'll just talk very briefly about how you do this. Um, there are plenty of uh, email marketing um, companies that do the job of collecting the email addresses, storing them for you, and then sending out the emails because once you get the email addresses, then you can e email them. You have, you have their permission to email them. And of course, what you can email them is to say, uh, we've got an offer on. Uh, I, I wouldn't just sort of sell, 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 but uh, one of the things you can say is, we've got an offer on this Christmas uh, for a weekend a special price uh, for you uh, because you're because you've subscribed. Um, in fact, you can make that um, an incentive to join the list as well. You can say if you want to know about special deals, then leave your email address in this box, or you could provide uh, a PDF um, or uh, some sort of um, document that is of some use to them. They they might not read it, but the the point is to just get their email address. So I need to back up a bit now because I was talking about the email marketing companies. So the one I would recommend, uh, because it's free for for two thousand email addresses, would be Mailchimp.com. Um, but there are plenty of others, and the way you do it on your website, again, it's with these wonderful thing called plugins, and there are plenty of free plugins that you can use to put an email capture form on your website and then you just have to set up a, a few settings over at mailchimp.com uh, in order to set up your email list, collect the emails and um, send them emails um, periodically. And when you send the emails again, I, I don't, you don't have to sell, you don't even have to give them special offers. You can just um, update them with some news of the area. And because it's holiday lettings, I don't think you want to blast them uh, very often. In, in other niches, um, you know, you maybe want to email them once a week. I'm not sure if, if, if your, uh, your audience will want to do that because it's a very seasonal thing. Um, but certainly 
start emailing them before the season commences and and tell them about that um uh, about the the local if something something's just opened recently in your local area that's very interesting or um some historical venue has been um restored or, or something like that and then you could back that up and say there's an offer in another email there's we have an, a special offer this this summer for a two two week let at this price um and the sales you get from from those sort of uh, marketing campaigns, email marketing campaigns are huge um, if you compare them to just, you know, putting an offer on your website uh, and hoping someone's going to see it. So um, you can also collect the email addresses of the people who stay in your um, in, in your in, in your holiday in your in your holiday let anyway uh, you can ask them as they're leaving can I have your email address and then you can put it into Mailchimp and then they'll receive a um, a confirmation email by the time they get home and they they it's their choice they because because this we're not talking about spamming here we are doing everything completely uh, by the book and white hat um, so. Um, any email that you send from Mailchimp has a, um, a, a, a an opportunity for them to unsubscribe, uh, so you you know you're not going to annoy anyone. Uh, but if you ask for their email address um, at some point and ask them if they want to be put on this list, then you just put the email address onto Aweber, uh, onto Mailchimp or whatever company you choose. And then they will receive a confirmation email, which they they can click the link in that email, and then they're on the list. Um, so it's all it's all with all their permission. You you these people are giving you their permission uh, to be marketed to, and that's why it's so powerful, Elaine. I think that's that's really well explained. Um, I think uh, as well, a lot of holiday homeowners will be thinking, well, why should I? I don't really need to collect people's email addresses. This is this is a this is a marketing thing. What what do I do with the email address when I get them? But but as you mentioned, as we first started talking about this, it's it's it is the basis of your business. It's uh, it's it's a list of people that you can. And rather than thinking of marketing to them, what you're actually doing, especially in our industry, the holiday lettings industry, is that you are helping them and nurturing them into understanding your area as well as the property and helping them to, to see what they can do when they get there into that area and that your property will give them what they want so it's it's not a it's not like a hard sell you might be worrying oh my gosh i'm going to be bombarding these people it's it's truly a way of helping them buy the right week in the right place and if it turns out after you've given them all that information about the area about your property that yours isn't the right place for them then so be it you've helped them into the right decision and I think that might be an easy way for people to think about it. What do you think, Rob? Oh yes, I, I think uh, I think I was I was probably pushing the selling bit a bit too much because I was thinking about holiday lets. They'll only come for two weeks every year. Um, but absolutely, it, this, the basis of email marketing is to help people. Uh, is to uh, the basis of marketing is to give people information. You're not necessarily selling to, to them. You're giving them information so they know everything about 
what you've got to offer so they can make an informed choice. And email marketing is just a really good way of doing that. And yes, um, provide the content, the value, and uh, and and make sure the sales are only sort of like one in three or thirty percent of it. Yeah, that's. I think that's really well, really well explained. So thank you very much for helping us out with that. And I, th I think something um, which which might help listeners is that everything we've discussed today, you've actually created a, a Kindle book on how to create your own WordPress site. Um, would you tell us a little bit about that book? And I can link that up in the show notes. Then people can go back and read everything that we we've talked about today. Oh, thank you, Elaine. Um, well, I, I wrote that book. Um, that's that was the the most recent uh, Kindle I, I wrote, and it was specifically for um, sort of new people in business and people that were new to WordPress. Um, and it's um, it did get quite good reviews. I was quite pleased with it. It's, it's got um, it's got some um, diagrams like screenshots, so it, it takes you through some of the processes that we've been talking about uh, this evening. I say this evening, but it's probably morning for you. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's called uh, Make the Website You Want with WordPress or something like that. But you'll um, link to it in the show notes. But, I will, uh, I will. Yeah. Yeah, if anyone's got any questions, they can um, feel free to, to ask me. I'm rob at robcoven.com. That's great. Thank you for sharing your email address and, and really being so accessible. That you've got so much knowledge and to, to share it here as a, a snapshot, I think, you know, having been able to, to get in touch with you and, of course, to, to get hold of this book, because it's it's such a good value book as well. Um, I've got it on my Kindle and there's, a, there's some really interesting piece of information there that I didn't know myself as well. So so thank you for that, Rob. So what we've, we've had a look at the key elements. So we know that there's there's five key pages that you want in your in your website and we need to know as soon as people get onto your site price quality the type of the the property the contact where it is offer them quality and and straight away uh, an obvious way of getting in touch with you and knowing what to do next if they want to go ahead and book so that's a really good piece of uh, advice around a website we've talked a little bit about seo which is a scary word for everybody but you've explained that so so nicely so and then of course the elements of list building and and i think that's all backed up in in your book but i will do a future podcast with a little bit more in depth on list building and i have actually created a really good series of potential opt-ins which which will work really really well for holiday home owners so look out for an upcoming podcast on that where you can you can download that and use it yourself so what final advice would you give to someone just starting out a parting piece of guidance rob somebody just getting going with their website um, I, I think it would be um, it, it would be to stick at it really. Um, I think uh, if you in, and to enjoy it as well. I, I would uh, that would be the two things. I think uh, people can get a bit disheartened at first uh, because you're you're up against TripAdvisor as we were talking about earlier, and that, that, you know that 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 would dishearten anyone. Um, but the beauty of it is there are little cracks in the system. You can there are the little back doors. Uh, where you can you can get in and and if you love your holiday let if you love your local area 
um, then I should think it would probably be quite easy to enjoy the process of putting out content about all that. Um, so, so don't worry if you're not getting anything from it at first, but please keep going and please try to enjoy it. Uh, that would be my parting gambit. Rob, that's that's really, really good advice. Thank you. And thank you so much for your time today. Just tell us one more time how we can get in touch with you. I will, of course, link that up in the show notes at holidayletsuccess.com. Okay, I've got a very strange surname, C-U-B-B-O-N. So it's robcubbon.com. And uh, so if you search for Rob Cubbon in Google, then you'll find me. That's brilliant. Thank you, Rob, for sharing your brilliant knowledge on WordPress and, and the building blocks of a, a WordPress site for holiday homeowners. So thank you for being with us today and hopefully I'll get to chat to you again soon. Good. Thank you, Elaine. It's been a pleasure talking to you. You too. Have a great day. I'll speak to you later. Bye for now. Bye. Well, great stuff there from Rob. I hope that Rob's interview has shown you that you can create the WordPress website that you want. And again, the things that we talked about, I will link those up in the show notes, particularly Rob's book. It's well worth getting hold of in Kindle because it really does document the process that you need to take in order to create the WordPress website of your dreams for your holiday home. And we talked about some of the main elements there and they will be listed down in the show notes too. I hope you enjoyed listening. Head on over to holidayletsuccess.com. Leave me a comment under this particular show notes page at holidayletsuccess.com forward slash Rob Cubbon. That's R-O-B-C-U-B-B-O-N. And I will look forward to having to chat with you there. Thank you so much for listening.